This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Chris, good news. Good news. Panthers didn't lose this past Sunday. They did not lose. Let's go. Let's go. The Panthers did not lose. We did not have to talk about a Panthers loss in a week seven. Uh, we did not. Let's. Undefeated in week sevens. San Undefeated. Francisco 49ers can't even say that. Let's go. Oh, take that, CMC. But we still miss you, though. Yeah, we still miss you because guess what? Uh, <laughs> this team stinks. There's still, God, this team sucks. All right. A lot to get to. Houston's coming into town. Let's get this sucker started. The state of North Carolina covers 53,000 square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews. Locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome back to Panthers Playbook. That's Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Another episode of Panthers Playbook, getting you ready for Sunday's game against the Houston Texans. Right now, no one has been traded yet. But before we get into any of that, make sure you hit the subscribe button here. Smash the subscribe button, I should say, here on 99.9 The Fans YouTube page. You can elbow drop it like Chris is doing, whatever it is that you want to do. And also hit the likes and leave comments as well. You guys have been so great interacting with us in the comments section, leaving your thoughts, whether you agree with us, disagree with us, doesn't matter. We want to hear your thoughts and opinions. This is a soundboard for you all as Panthers fans, as this team still has yet to win a game this season, but it's okay because we didn't lose in week seven. Like we said, start the show. Didn't lose in week seven. Will CJ Stroud get a win in Bank of America stadium before Bryce Young does? Okay. Well, that's going to leave me my first question for you here, Chris, <laughs> because there's been a lot of comparisons. We're going to get into some of the transactions regarding Jeremy Chin, uh, regarding Austin Corbett, potential trades. We'll get into that here in just a couple of minutes, but I want to ask you this question, Chris, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, those three quarterbacks are always going to be tied together because they were drafted in the same draft class. They're all drafted within the first four picks of the 2023 NFL draft. Why does a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryans, who is a defensive coordinator and a linebacker in the NFL, getting more out of his rookie quarterback than head coach Frank Reich of the Carolina Panthers, who is a former NFL quarterback, been a multiple a head coach for multiple years in the NFL, former offensive coordinator. Why does Miko Ryans get more right now out of his rookie quarterback than what Frank Reich is getting out of his? Well, there's a few different reasons. Uh, one, uh, let's talk about D'Amico Ryans, of course, since he is a defensive-minded head coach, was a defensive coordinator uh, before with the 49ers last <laughs> year, uh, before Steve Wilkes took over. I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> Had to hold in those tears. Um, he has an offensive coordinator that is calling the plays. Ah, so he, he can focus on head coaching. And then another reason is that um, even though the names aren't as big, um, the offensive unit that 
uh, C.J. Stroud is playing for is better. Let's just say just it is what it is. They're uh, they don't have as as good of a rushing attack, but their wide receivers are getting separation, and uh, his line is is protecting him pretty well. Uh, I was watching J.T. O'Sullivan's uh, breakdown of his um, his uh, game against the Saints, mm-hmm. and man, a lot of the things that stood out was that against the Saints, Bryce Young was running for his life for the most part. Yeah. Against the Saints, C.J. Stroud was chilling, finding dudes in the pocket, and um, he's not as good of a uh, he's not as pure of a passer as Bryce Young. We found out this past week that out of everybody in the NFL, only Bryce Young has missed. Um, well, Bryce Young has only missed a, a wide open receiver once. Um, that's the best out of any quarterback right now in the NFL, including some of the top quarterbacks. So it's not that Bryce Young isn't, you know, we've said this plenty of times, it's not that Bryce Young is playing bad. It's what's going on around him. And mm-hmm. uh, C.J. Stroud has a defense he can lean on for the most part. And right now, Carolina Panthers uh, don't have that because nope. be, a lot of it is because of the injuries. Yeah, tons of injuries on defense. It is interesting to see that um, Bryce Young actually, even though the Carolina Panthers aren't winning, has continued to progress, especially over the last three weeks. He's continued to grow. And I think this is something that us that cover the Panthers, uh, Panthers fans need to keep in mind, is that the success of Bryce Young isn't dependent on wins and losses his rookie season. It's just not that. This whole season is about his growth and his development and whatever moves that the Carolina Panthers make, whether it's at the trade deadline, which comes up on Halloween, October 31st, so the Tuesday after this game against the Houston Texans, whatever trades, whatever moves that they decide to make then or during the offseason should always have Bryce Young and his development and his future in mind. That's the, We talked about that before the season anyway, that even if this team didn't make the playoffs, the success of the season was all built around the development of Bryce Young. And you mentioned about how D'Amico Ryan's is being a head coach and letting an offensive coordinator actually call plays. And we're going to see this coming Sunday, the first time in an actual NFL game, not counting the preseason contest. Thomas Brown is going to call plays for the first time. I'm anxious and I'm really actually excited to see what his game plan, what his style, what his play calling is going to look like. What's he going to draw up in terms of an offensive game plan for Bryce Young? I really hope they use the bye week where the two of them just sat down and said, all right, Bryce, give me the 10 things that you do best or like the five things that you do best. Give me over five, 10 things, whatever it is that you want to do. Like plays. What were you more comfortable doing at Alabama? Yeah, exactly. Like what works for you? What are you seeing? I want to know what works best for you and let's build something around that. I I would hope that they did the same. And uh, going back to what I was saying about JT O'Sullivan, I've been making it a point not every week, but most weeks I've watched some film breakdown on what's going on with the Panthers from JT O'Sullivan, him explaining uh, a lot of what's going on. And the things that really stand out is one protection issues. And we'll talk Mm -hmm. about Austin Corbett. So maybe some of that is uh, alleviated with him coming back. And then secondly, it really is scheme and separation because it does feel like part of the reason why guys can't get separation is because the route combinations are trash right now. And this is what Frank Reich is calling. Um, When a defense is being put, there's no stress being put on a defense, and there's no guessing. There's no – remember back we we talked about the the play call that um, Parks Frazier and Thomas Brown came up with that had that long uh, 47-yard 
touchdown pass to uh, DJ Chark in week three at Seattle yep. when uh, Andy Dalton was playing. We kept saying, uh, you know, blown coverage, blown coverage. But what's one of the reasons why coverage gets blown? It's when you put stress on the defense and you they don't know what to do and you cause miscommunications, right? There's no miscommunication for a lot of defenses when they're playing against a Frank Wright call game so far against the Carolina Panthers this season. So a, a lot of that could, could happen potentially maybe in some games coming up if, you know, Thomas Brown and Parks Frazier are allowed to use uh, what they have in the passing game. So I'm, I'm really hoping that, um, that we see some more of that and that Frank Wright just lets Thomas Brown and, and, and uh, Bryce Young just cook. Just let them cook. Mm-hmm. And let's just see what happens because, um, you know, Bryce Young is still, again, I go back to what we found out this week. He has only missed one wide open receiver uh, this year. No other quarterback can say that. Every other quarterback has missed more than one. And when's the last time Bryce had a wide open receiver? He's fit them in the tight windows. He's accurate. Mm-hmm. He is accurate. Yeah. More accurate than any other quarterback in the NFL right now. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's going to be it's going to be a learning curve for Thomas Brown. That's something that we have to keep in mind. It's like, yeah, he has some experience calling plays at the University of Miami when he's an offensive coordinator there. Yes. He did call some plays during some preseason games uh, uh the before the season. Uh yes. but mostly it was like second half stuff. So this is again, yes. this is a learning curve for him too. So Bryce is learning on the fly, Thomas Brown is learning on the fly. So we have to keep that in mind when we see I don't know, maybe some quote unquote risky play calling or, you know, some deep shots that we might not expect at different times. So we just have to, we don't know fully what to expect. I think Panthers fans are just excited. The simple fact that it's not Frank Wright calling plays. It's that's it. Yeah, that's it. And I think that excites fans right now. Now you did mention Austin Corbett. We get into some transactions. I know we mentioned that at the top of this episode, Austin Corbett, Offensive guard who tore his ACL in the very last game of the season last year has been activated off the physically unable to perform list. So one of the starting offense alignment is coming back. So the Carolina Panthers are going to have four of their five starting offense alignment come back from last year with Austin Corbett coming back in to play at right guard. We'll see what the Carolina Panthers do at left guard to be determined. Not really worried about that. Part of the transactions that the Carolina Panthers made this week, they activated Austin Corbett, like you mentioned, but also Jeremy Ching goes on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. Giovanni Ricci, tight end slash fullback, goes on mm-hmm. injured reserve. Itor Gross Matos. What's his injury? In- hamstring. Oh, 
What did we talk about last week? A lot What's of hamstring injuries. A lot of hamstrings. Listen to last week's episode if you want to hear my questions. A lot of questions regarding that. So anyway, so we have multiple injuries continuing to pile up, I guess you could say, for the Carolina Panthers. But Panthers did sign a couple guys off practice squads, like an offensive lineman off the Eagles practice squad, a linebacker off of the Vikings practice squad. I'm not worried about that. Guess what? Those guys probably aren't going to play. But guess what? With Etor Gross Matos going down and, and, and Justin Houston really ain't playing a whole lot either at defensive end. Hey, DJ Johnson, third rounder, rookie, mm. better play a lot. Amari mm. Barno, better play a lot. Guess mm. what? This is an opportunity right now for these young guys. Hey, you know what? Let me show what I can do. Let me show what I can do. Let's see what happens. Uh, but either way, this team is just, just ravaged with injuries right now, especially on defense. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to see uh, with all the injuries going around. I want to go back to Austin Corbett, though. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of the big free agent pickups uh, before the 2022 season for the Panthers. And, and to me, the Panthers' offensive line had one of the better uh, performances last year that I remember in a while with the Panthers, right? And you have four of those five guys playing uh, this year, playing you know this week um, you know against the Texans. And I know that it might take some time. Austin might be a little rusty coming back. So, you know, I'm not expecting him to be, excuse me, back to where he was. But I know that he was a a huge leader on that line. He was big when it came down to the communication uh, for that line uh, as well. So I'm wondering, and that's one of the things I'll be watching, if uh, things will go a little bit better with him there as far as communication, who's getting who, uh, you know, you know, looking at the defense, kind of, you know, saying who who's going to block who, where. You know, just different things like that. And so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that at least raises, like, you know, that raises the, the tide, you know, raises all the ships with that uh, situation. And I think just hopefully just gives Bryce Young just more time to sit back and throw the football. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that's really it. That's important. Like, that's it. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Because like, like we mentioned earlier, everything about the rest of this season to me isn't about like winning games this year. It's all about the development of Bryce Young. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to develop Bryce Young in my mind. That's it. That's it. That's your number one focus as a franchise right now. It's the guy under center. And let's talk about this, too. With the running game, uh, we saw some stats come out this week where the Panthers' run game is better off of the left side. We know that Ike Mekwanu, his specialty is run blocking, right? So, of course, it looks good coming uh, on his side. It hasn't been as good on the right side. So I'm wondering maybe if Austin Corbett being there kind of helps that out a little bit more. So, We'll see, but um, you know Taylor Moten's already good. Had his best year with uh, with uh, Austin Corbett next to him. Let's see if that continues uh, this week. So hopefully, like that, it, it, it's some it's an effect that has multiple um, impacts on his team. Now we talked about Jeremy Chin. He's on injured reserve. He's going to miss up to six weeks because of a quad injury. Now, there are a lot of conversations about him potentially being traded. Now, I think he can still be traded, though, when he's on injured reserve. But I think this severely diminishes the chances of that happening because we even saw the Philadelphia Eagles make a trade with the Titans where safeties got traded and a couple picks got moved. Now, this is the question that I have for the Carolina Panthers in terms of their front office right now. Mm. Have you identified who you're going to move? Not only who do you maybe want to move, but who are you willing to move? 
That's the big question. Who are you willing to move right now? We've heard Terrace Marshall Jr.'s name floating around right now. Well, guess what? If you're not playing them, move off from them. But the big name that keeps floating around are two of them. Dante Jackson on defense, which I think yeah. a lot of teams might actually pay a little bit extra for because corner depth is such a premium for a lot of teams that are contending right now. Just ask the Miami Dolphins who are without a couple of their starting corners right now. But the big name, Brian Burns. That is the big name right now, Brian Burns. I know you're shaking your head no, Chris. But I think we saw actually Bill Barnwell of ESPN actually put this out uh, about teams or players on teams that would actually command a first round pick in a trade. He said that Brian Burns would get two first round picks. Two. I agree two with first that. round picks. I agree that he would get, get, get that. And if you passed on it last year, don't try to do it again this year. Because one of the things that we, we know that, you know, you guys there, the Carolina Panthers, don't have a pass rush right now as it is, right? So now you have a potential star, not a potential, you have a star pass rusher in the NFL and you have your quarterback of the future. Those are the the pieces that you need to build around, right? I know you need a first rounder, but do you need it at the expense of having, uh, you know, trading one of the key pieces that you need for next year? That's just like if you're an NBA team and it's like, ah, we, need, we really need to get some guard depth, but we're going to trade our star center, we're going to trade away Giannis Antetokounmpo so we can get more guards. No, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Uh, and and I, I think that would be – that's something that I, I think just wouldn't be the smartest thing uh, from a team that's already, to me, made a lot of things – made a lot of moves that weren't very smart. Um, because if you didn't do it last year, don't do it this year, and you've already traded away – uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's looking amazing right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. It's going to be hard. I think the, the the Terrace Marshall thing reminded me of the Cam Newton situation where it reminded me where they said, hey, we've given Cam Newton permission to seek a trade. And Cam Newton goes on Instagram like, I never asked to get traded. What are y'all doing? This is a play on words. Like, what What is this about? And Terrace Marshall didn't necessarily say that, uh, but he's like, I'm focused on doing what I can do for this team, especially if I can get playing time. So um, it's going to be hard to move a Terrace Marshall because there's no value. You haven't made him look valuable. Uh, you know, Jeremy Chen is injured, but before that you haven't made him look valuable. The most value you could get out of somebody right now would be Dante Jackson. Um, because you maybe you could get, I don't know, fourth, fifth, Something like that. Other mm-hmm. than that, we're talking about sixth and seventh rounders. Bruh, like you might as well sign a few more people off practice squads at that at this point if you're going to get more seventh rounders. I, I think the Panthers kind of missed some of their window to make things happen. They missed some of that window. So at, at this point, what do you make happen that's worth your while? Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't know. I think the. I mean, you. I. I think you. As much as I hate saying this, I really think you have to entertain the op, the option of trading Brian Burns. I think you really do have to entertain it because because this. Guess guess what? Then you have to. Admit I don't that you're think starting this. I, then. I don't. Well, that's the thing. This team tried to skip the start over. That's the problem with this franchise right now. They try to skip the start over. They tried to skip it. They as opposed to like tearing it all the way down to bare bones at the bottom and rebuilding. They thought like. Oh, we can kind of strip down, but then maybe we can also kind of win at the same time. They kind of try to think, but well, maybe we can tween in between, you know, tween in there. You can't do that in the NFL. Either you're all in on winning or you got to strip it down. And they tried to, they tried to not do either. They're, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do because I don't think they knew what they were trying to do either. They try to skip the tear down to zero. And I think that's something that this team failed to do because this team needs a lot of players, not just one, a lot of players. And if they can turn Brian Burns, Right now, because I don't think they're winning in 2024 the way this roster is constructed either. I don't think they're winning in 2024. Everything in my mind is about 2025 and beyond. And you have to, if you can parlay, if you get two first-round picks, who knows if you can make that into even more than just those two picks, depending on who you're trading with. You never know that 2025 first-round pick that you might pick up from somebody might be a top-10 pick. You don't know. But you have to continue to acquire as many assets and pieces that you can to help Bryce Young right now. You have to entertain the option. I don't like the idea of doing it, but you have to keep an open mind on it. And I was actually kind of surprised they turned down two first and a third round pick with the L.A. Rams this last offseason to do that. I was like, ooh, two first and a third? I don't know. I mean, you can get two first round picks for Brian Burns. I, you have to continue to entertain that option. You really do. Well, here's the thing that I think is going to be very important. Um, this upcoming season, um, we have so many expiring contracts for players right now who are currently on the roster. Mm-hmm. Panthers are going to have a lot of money to play with next year. Sure. You don't, you don't have the first-round pick, of course, right? You like to have that. But you have enough money to go out there and sign some guys uh, that can make a difference. Do I think that in 2024 they're going to make a jump from where they are now to a playoff team or let's say like uh, winning the division, maybe not, but maybe you could get up to eight wins, nine wins or something next year. uh, If you make the right amount of signings with guys and get the most value out of that, because you are going to have money to play with. So I I think I look further ahead to that. Like who's, who's going to be on open market. How can we go ahead and get our pitches together for those guys and let's go ahead and get them. And let's focus on putting that tag on Brian Burns and negotiating with him to get a deal done. And honestly, right now, I hate to say this for Brian Burns' sake, uh, he's having a, a decent season, but it's just decent. So the price, the price may be going down for the Panthers, which actually may work in their favor. They don't have to pay him Nick Bosa money. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what ends up happening. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that I – I believe in Brian Burns. I, I don't want to see another Christian McCaffrey situation where you trade somebody to another team and they just go somewhere else 
and be an all-star and people are like, man, why did the Panthers let this <laughs> guy go? Well, I, I don't want that to happen again. So keep the guy on the team and build your defense around him. you got Bryce Young. Build the offense around him. You've got the offensive line mostly together, right? Probably could you know get some more depth there. But other than that, now you get a chance to build your secondary, your linebacking core, and, and your wide receivers with the money that you're going to have in this offseason. I, 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 I'm totally against training Brian Burks. 100% against it. Best way that we know building long-term is draft picks. And the Panthers only have six this upcoming draft. And that's not just this upcoming draft as well. Yeah, they don't have a first-round pick this upcoming year. They don't have a second-round pick in 2025 either. So yeah. in each of the next two drafts, of your top four rounds, like your first and your second, each of the next two drafts, you only have two picks right now. That's it. Yeah. When you try to look at long-term sustained building for your franchise, you only have but if two you, picks in the first two rounds of the next two years. Like, that's it. That's if you don't it. do dumb things, like trade up for guys like DJ Johnson, then oh, you can get that. guys with value that could contribute. Like, what's old boy from, uh, from the Steelers who, who got that sack? Um, oh, Alex uh, this Highsmith. past week. Um, is that him? And th- isn't that who the Steelers got their pick oh, from? Oh, Nick Herbig. Nick Herbig. Him. him. Yeah. Rookie out of Wisconsin. And if he could have been there, if the Panthers didn't trade up for DJ Johnson when they didn't need to, and he's not doing anything, and now you're scared because Etor Grosmatos is going to be on IR. Justin Houston's not doing anything. Marquise Haynes is still on IR. And now you're, you're, you're relying on a project. Congratulations. Yeah, a project that's almost as old as Brian Burns. Uh, go, like literally like six months younger than Brian yeah. Burns, uh, which is just absolutely wild to think about. Uh, that this, we'll, we'll wrap on this, Chris. We talk about just how this front office has managed the roster. Always keep this in mind. They used... 11 picks. They've traded away 11 picks and DJ Moore to fill one roster spot over the last three years. One. That was for a quarterback. 11 draft picks and DJ Moore to fill one spot. If there's a lack of confidence in anything in this organization, it's Tepper and it's Fitterer. The owner and the GM. Because right now, it ain't working. Because Tepper wants to win right now and he's so hell-bent on doing so. Well, guess what? Your franchise that you've been around since 2018, since the start of the 2019 season, really your first, like, guess we say, well, your first full year. We'll go ahead and say that. You have the worst win percentage in the entire NFL. For a guy who wants to try and win right now, you have the worst one since 2019. That's on you, That's on you. And, and the whole time while you're doing this and you're wasting these draft picks, right, you got guys who you want to rush out of here who are doing well in other places. Congratulations, PJ. You got your win. Congratulations, CMC. You got your win. Hey, Deontay Foreman, you're looking good when the Chicago Bears decide to play you. Yeah, well, there's that. I will say this, though. If Chris McCaffrey was on this Panthers team right now, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing in San Francisco because he doesn't have the, the, the guys around him. He doesn't have the offensive line. doesn't have the other down around him. Christian McCaffrey is on his team. The Panthers win three games by now. Yeah, and he'll probably also be hurt. <laughs> the Panthers are three and three right now with Christian McCaffrey on his team. Trust uh-huh. me on that. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, we, but but think about it. Oh, trust me, we could think about it till we're blue in the face. But guess no, no, no. what? Oh, put him, six. Put him in a slot. 
right there next to Adam Thielen. Yep. Tell me that doesn't cause issues with the defense. Oh, six. That's it. Oh, and six as Chris walks away because he is sad that the Panthers are what they are right now. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. That's going to wrap things up for Panthers Playbook as Chris actually does come back. We'll have an episode for you all. I need a drink. I'm about to go to the bar in this hotel. Yeah, well, you and every other Panther fan out there, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm in Charlotte right now. Somebody meet me in Charlotte. Let's get it. Exactly. Drink. You know what? Talk about it's, our woes. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Well, Chris, you'll be in Charlotte on Sunday after the Texans Panthers game. We'll have another episode for you then. So, again, make sure you smash the subscribe button, hit the likes, leave comments, let us know your thoughts on Thomas Brown, Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, you name it. Let us know in the comment section. Bryce, you have to get a win at the bank before C.J. Stroud does. Please. Please. That was look bad. We'll see you Sunday. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.